Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. I'm in a weird mood. I always like to warn people. <laughs> I feel like it's a uh, public service. I don't know. Never seems to hurt the show, though. <laughs> this, this show is, is unhurtable. It, it kind of is. You know, it really, that's it, uh, that's that's really true. <sighs> well, you can always find something. Haven't yet. <laughs> I mean, but you're not stupid. <laughs> that's what? the difference. You're not stupid. If you were stupid, you could very easily do something very dumb to tank it. But you're not wow. dumb. I can help with that. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're talking about the kind of thing that gets you canceled for the rest of your life. Oh. Yeah. So uh, aside from that, he Kevin's probably right. Good yeah. to see you took this in a super serious direction. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to smash your cookies. <laughs> she has a bag of cookies right here. Uh, I'm going to break them all. It's kind of the uh, Ranji show so far, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, unbreakable. <laughs> We're still on. <laughs> Andrew, I owe you an apology for backing you off when I first walked in today. Wait, what? <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> the kind of mood I'm in, which I think I'm, I doubt I'm the only one. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it's a three day week, at least for me. A lot of people, you know, most people, a lot of people take off Friday. Uh, but and I don't mind. I, we need rain, like Dave Murray just said. We haven't had a, literal a drop in November, but it's like really gloomy and Monday, and just kind. I'm just kind of just kind of quiet. And uh, it's hard to be quiet around my friend Andrew. And so I walked in today. I felt felt bad. I walked in today and Rach had gone by Hardee's, you know, for the Operation Food Search. And she brought in some food. And I don't even remember what was the kerfuffle. What was he screaming about? Well, we were talking about the Sweet 16 and how we wanted to make it most addicting things. And that's it. That's it. So so the Sweet 16 today uh, is most addictive things like in life. Right. And clearly we're not going to say, like, alcohol and opioids because that's just, that's a fun ruiner. And as soon as I walked in, Andrew was on about a ten and a half, and he's like, what did he say? Like, meth! And yeah. he just started screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And so and- I did one of these with my hands, like, I'll take it down a little bit. And then he just kind of kept going. I'm like, again, we'll kind of take it down just a little bit. Because I, didn't, I didn't understand what you said at first, until you left, and I said to Rachel, I was like, I said, she was like, he said, shut the hell up. No, he said, it's Monday. You're like, you said it's Monday. And I was like, I felt bad because I knew, I know you well enough to know the situation, what the situation's going to be. You know, Monday morning, rainy, gloomy, chilly. I know what the vibe is going to be. The vibe is going to be like. Yeah, let's have some pot roast and whisper. Yeah, let's ease into things. <laughs> drink, a, drink some nice hot coffee mm-hmm. or something. 
Mm-hmm. So you were being loud? Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. And and I was excited about the Hardys, I'm not going to lie. I was overstimulated, right? <laughs> drinking well, Mountain Dew since 7 o'clock this morning. You must have crashed right after they left because I start being, I, I'm being my normal bubbly self, and he won't even, he's not even answering. He's just like, Bleh. I'm like, oh, something wrong with you? And he's like, oh, yeah. I had neck pain. My neck hurt. Right, but you bad. went from like 100 to zero. Because I was trying consciously. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Everyone is. Everyone Dave has is, informed me that it is Monday. Everyone is sick of your crap, so shut up for a while. Or, Don't bother everyone. Or I am to Andrew what Andrew is to you, Dave. That could be. <laughs> no. I like my pal Kevin. I wonder if I'm that to anybody. I'm sure I'm annoying, but I'm just not loud. No, I'm a different true. kind yeah, of yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet everybody in this room is annoying except for Rachel. I'm definitely annoyed. To I have who? days to these guys. I have days where I come in and don't I say like I know I'm annoying today. I yeah. apologize. Why? But is she, but like, is she actually or she just thinks she is? Look, a little of I both, love I Rach, think. but you kind of got her on a pedestal over there. I mean, <laughs> like, really no, I'm not even saying anything mad. I'm just right. saying, like, you seem to think that she's incapable of wrong. Well, there's comparatively speaking to everyone so to else. the rest of us. Well, she seems God. extraordinarily, yeah. Yeah. like, uh, angelic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that much I can agree with. I definitely have sure. annoying days, though. I'll come in and I'm, I just, like, won't shut up or I'll mm-hmm. just ask really stupid questions. But I usually, I, I think to my credit, I know I'm being annoying and I will say, like, I, just sorry, guys. Excuse yeah. me today. Your awareness is next level. Level. Thanks, yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. Good I mean, I know when I'm being annoying. It's just hard to stop. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm with him. Yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done. I know this sucks, but here I go. The, aware- <laughs> the, yes. the awareness isn't the problem. The ability to rein it in is the problem. Yes. <laughs> Bingo. Well, don't you, do you guys ever go with, with friends or other groups of people who aren't in this business and you realize just how loud and talkative and opinionated all of us are? Like, I'll go out with other people and realize, wow, I live in, like, this is a weird world. We can talk about anything. We do talk about anything because I've even broached topics with other people that I can talk about with Ronj. I mean, we disagree on so much, but I can talk about it. And then you bring it up to someone else who's not in the radio world, who is in the I take this very personal world. And they're like, oh, I forgot where I I was. That's exactly right. I thought, oh, I forgot where I was. I've done that. I have never had that problem. I have many, many faults, but I am very quiet. I'm pathologically shy. You can listen to Rachel's show from last week. We delved deep into my mental state. Uh, but it's true. Like, I, even before the show, but especially after the show, I, I'm never mm. the loudest person at a table. And by loud, I don't just mean volume. I don't like to fight for oxygen. I don't like to have to entertain. I'm, I'm pretty boring. I'm pretty mm. quiet. So, and... Uh, so, yeah, so I, I don't really have that problem like, hey, what do you guys think of Hamas? You know, like bringing that up and having people go like, well, you know. Yeah. Every now and then I'll do that if I want to leave the table. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Start everybody else if, fighting so you can in sneak the waiting off. room with the yeah. dentist. Yeah. I talk a lot. I'm loud. I mean, not just like you said, not just volume, but I just talk and I don't realize it. I think I'm one of those if it if a conversation like that starts in a group outside of work. Then, then I'll probably be like, well, if we're doing this, here we go. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I'm getting into it. Like, hey, what do you think about all yeah, this? Yeah, I don't like to start it, but it's it's weird. It's even like an offhand comment. I think I forget, and maybe it's my group of friends, but I think I forget how personally people take everything. Like even a little joke, and it can be about someone on the left or someone on the right, gets people all riled up. And I was like, oh, wow, I forgot. I'm used to being able to talk about anything. And yeah. You know, in front of you, Ronger, you know, wheels yep. and Andrew. Yeah. And, and maybe it's because um, I 
I'm more aware now than I used to be about politics, even though I always kind of kept an eye on it. Mm -hmm. It, This is now a a part of my life where I'm really uh, into it, right? And I've said this before, it's so much worse now in terms of being able to talk and joke about it. Like you can't, you can't even make a joke about other people and just, and and mean it as a joke and have them not get upset with you. Mm -hmm. And this is both sides. This is not... And I hate to both sides everything, but it's true in this case that you can't even make fun of, you know, Donald Trump around Trump people. Mm. Can't make fun around, you know, Biden around. Although I think you can. I think we all know he's old. I think it's we. His I think we get that. It is his birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. But it just—it <laughs> sucks. We can't anymore. <laughs> Dave's like, oh, I'm offended. <laughs> but you think you could blow suck? out all those candles? <laughs> oh. Damn, dude. <laughs> Oh, look at you guys going straight into the, like, civilian party mode. You can't joke about that. I'm sure you could. Not with his mouth, he can't. <laughs> his bottom? Well, his bottom hole? Were you, were you here oh, for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hole. Yeah. <laughs> but, right, you can't, you can't make a joke because people get mad. Yeah, that's true. It didn't you... Is my memory wrong of no. how things used to be 30 years ago? No. No. We, I, we made fun of Clinton, like, all the time. Mm, and everybody Reagan, thought it was funny. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know how you go to the grocery store and you'll, <laughs> you'll pick out, oh, I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> I had the weirdest version of that yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm, walk, I'm walking by donuts. I'm walking by cake. There's pie. Oh, hello, Mr. Pizza. Guess what I picked up? In the health section, as a treat for myself, mm-hmm. Luden's cough drops. Oh, candy, oh my God. baby! Yeah, that's that's candy. Candy. I'm splurging. Exactly the way I remembered. Oh, yeah, they're candy. Yeah. yeah. Do they have any medicine in them at all? Has to be There's something. No I think so. Has to be something, right? I think it's just like they assume that if you're like you know sucking on a Luden's uh, hard candy that you'll somehow make saliva and that will help your cough because I don't think there's yeah. real medicine mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. It was a real thing in school. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in grade school, the teachers were on. The teachers were very uh, had a real hair trigger for like, "Hey, you trying to make a monkey out of me?" kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, but there was some sort of a loophole for Ludens, <laughs> but they hated it because I mean, one for me, I would sit there and just eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't just going to have one. You're talking about the cherry Ludens, right? Are there another kind? Yes, I think there's a weird. Oh, they have a honey one, yeah, or honey eucalyptus or something, yeah, yeah. and it's. Yep. Disappointment. Yeah, the yeah act- cherry ones are in. There's one active ingredient called pectrin. <laughs> I don't. What does pectrin I, do? Does it taste Latin good? Is polysaccharide found in ripe fruits. Pectrin. Yeah, I pulled it up too. Delish. Yeah, it says there's something in there that helps with. Uh, it's a, there's a mild anesthetic, mm. and uh-huh. then uh, oh, sure. Really? Yeah. yeah so it says a, it says mild oral anesthetics, and then. Uh, there's also a thing called uh, a demulcent. Well, which no, is, this it helps with swelling. Okay, pectrin is so the oral. Demulcent. I can read. So, oh, is it okay? A yeah. really bad three or four day horrible sore throat, gunk everywhere. Ugh, I can't breathe at night, or a two day marathon throwing up. That which are you going to take? That marathon. What? Really? Yeah. No. yeah. Two days versus a week? I will have a cold and a fever for a month Mm-mm. before I throw I up I for two too. days. Mm-mm. I don't like I throwing up. I think I will, too. Mm-mm. 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 No one who I've ever met fights it like me. 
the throwing up. Part. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like both my kids. My kids are like Navy SEALs. Like it's like they were just <laughs> raised by wolves yeah. or something. But like the second they feel the tingle, they're like, "I'm gonna go throw up," and nope. I will roll around and I will moan like a dying goat and just like to the very last second. I am amazed at like football players who will puke on the field in the middle of a game and just like let's keep going. Yeah. I, if I throw up, my day's over. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's oh. like, I'm going home. Yeah, I'm not. Th- this no, is it. I did that stuff. I did that stuff in junior high and high school. No. Uh, I don't get it. See, that's like with running. I've never thrown up running. That's my line. <laughs> if like, you I'll did, die. would you quit? Oh, I would probably pass out. No, no, I'm saying you're you're conscious. Are I you would, done, or are you going to try to keep going? Oh gosh, no, I would be done. Okay. There's no recovering from for me. It's the most traumatic thing that can happen. And up until 2019, I hadn't thrown up since I was 12. I was very proud Damn, of that. I'm not run. a puker. Well, I also never got get drunk. I've never been drunk, so there's that. And then I just, like you said, fighting it. Your body, like my body, I'm just not a puker. And then 2019, <laughs> I don't know what happened, <laughs> but it, I had to call 911. <laughs> it was so did bad. You really? Yeah. Wow. My friend did because I passed out. <laughs> also, I'm an embarrassing puker. Oh, like when I, oh, it's oh, so, gross. it's loud and I can't help it. Oh. I'm like, eh. I am too. It's so bad. I am too. I'm a, I'm a I scream vomiter. Roxy's like a I death am, metal I, band. I, I, that's the noise no. I make. I go, eh. <laughs> It's oh so bad. But Dave, I am on the same page with you. I will fight it. And I would rather probably die than throw up. Uh, when I was, this is embarrassing. But when I was a kid, like from little, little to probably 10, 11, uh, when I would throw up, my mom and dad would have me. They'd each have an arm. <laughs> I didn't want to be in the toilet, but I was heading that way. <laughs> and it was like they would be holding me up. And that was one time like I was afraid of both my parents, but especially my dad. I, but when it came to that, like all bets are off. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I'm trying to get in the toilet. I don't care what you think. Did you guys <laughs> have, live in there? Did you guys? Somebody pointed this out online a couple of months ago. Did you guys have the like throw up bowl? Like mine was the silver metal bowl. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, that is no, disgusting. no, we didn't have Phoebe a throw up bowl. Phoebe yeah, had the silver really? bowl. Can I? Yeah. You know what? My kid did. We had a bucket, and then you, and then we're like washing that thing. No, nope. mine was more cooking, of a cooking real with. sketchy sprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was always how fast can I make it to the bathroom? Can I just do a PSA for all parents? And this is the smartest thing ever. If you have a kid, you have a throw up bag, and it is a paper grocery bag, right? And you line it with just like a waste bin plastic bag. It folds up perfectly and slides under the kid's bed. So if the kid goes to bed feeling sick, you just take out the bag and set it next to their bed. And there's no cleaning because you throw it away because it's a paper bag that's lined. So it's because of the paper bag, it stands up straight and then it's lined with just the trash like, bag. Uh, or I don't get one of those little like uh, bathroom garbage cans and do the same thing with a little bag. I'm throwing the bucket away. Whatever it touches, I'm throwing away. Well, so that's crazy. Touch the bag inside. It's not that's crazy. The it's just vomit. Here's okay. A, I think, I think, okay. I think good segment, guys. Good segment. Happy Thanksgiving week. Oh yeah, I started the whole thing saying, look, I'm feeling weird and made everyone in the audience feel weird. Uh, let's talk about food next. Uh, well, this is perfect. Smart mouth rage. <laughs> yeah. 123 DGS. Uh, Friday, we had our buddy Greg Warren on, comedian. He played the funny bone, and I understand that uh, wheels you opened. What? <laughs> Actually, no, I was part of the closing act. Tell us about it. Well, it wasn't really planned, but first of all, can I just say, Greg's amazing. Like, it was a packed house. It was the 9.30 show on Saturday. Matt Pauly and I went. 
Um, and That's met, a cute met Tim Gandhi for the first time. Yeah, we were a good Tim's couple. Tim's a nice guy. Yeah, I never met him before, but it was great. And great dude. Uh, we've crossed like opposite paths on radio all the time. Like as he was coming into Hubbard, I was leaving, and it was all this back and forth. Uh, but great guy, and uh, he obviously was uh, the opener for, for Greg. But Greg killed, man. I mean, had the whole place just absolutely roaring the whole time. So great job, Greg. Uh, but they were, he was doing a bit near the end. We're just kind of working the crowd a little bit and going to everybody's colleges and about what the, the cheers that they do. Cause it started off somebody doing the M I Z Z O U and he went through all of them and he pointed me out. He's like, what about Miami, man? Do you guys have a cool cheer? And then I did the dumb cheer that we always did. It was like, we got some canes over here. And then everybody goes, whoosh, whoosh. Wait, we've got some what? Canes. canes. Oh, canes, canes over here. Whoosh, canes. whoosh. And I did it at, and he made me come up and do it nice. in person. And I did the, like the hula wave and all that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it was. It, no, it was great. It was funny. Nah, it's a nightmare. For oh, me. you don't like the idea of that? But you like? But you you do that? I'm okay being the guy on stage. Yeah, I don't like being the guy brought up on stage. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It was like 20 seconds. It was good. Yeah, we're different people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think not, that was going to be the thing that finally I, broke. I don't have any shame. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yep. So that that doesn't scare you, like being in front of like a bunch of people in public no. and having to do something like goofy and silly. You don't feel any nerves nope. about that. Nope. I don't. I, Andrew, I don't know why. I asked. As you well know, there's only one thing that scares Kevin Wheeler: <laughs> scented candles. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, really? You guys know this? <laughs> Have you noticed no. the- have Get you noticed away. the lobby smells like scented candles lately? I ran through the lobby today. <laughs> like I was like, it's like you know, Dave, when you're talking about the uh, the the butt demon in mm-hmm. the basement. Mm-hmm. That's what? me oh. through the lobby when it smells like candles. <laughs> Remember how we used to do a candle in the studio yeah, every sure day, do. and it was so lovely and wonderful and totally yes. Then we set. came to this company. So, so well, then we and... came here and we were told that we're going to burn the building down and yeah. all candles are banned yeah. forever. Yeah, <clears throat> that, I wonder if that's why Kevin we could works use here. a new building. That, I was the one that instituted that <laughs> God, rule. Yes, I went to manage. I'm like, you know, that could be a fire hazard. And they're like, you're right. <laughs> Amy, you've now been high. What? You can add cool. that to your resume. Oh, because working <clears> here? Uh-huh. It is, <laughs> it is rough. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> and we yeah. don't think it's anybody who works here. It's oh, got to be a different floor. people upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they professionals? Like professional They're trying smokers? to make it. I don't know, dude. But, I mean, it's like Bob Marley lives up there. It's rough. It's brutal. It's, and I don't, okay, I, not my thing. All I know is. I know nothing about weed, but it doesn't smell very high quality. It smells stinky. Like wow. Usually Amy means says it's dirty. Is it high quality? Well, because there's like different smells. Usually a good sign. There's I hate, different I, smells. Look, I hate the smell. I've, I'm totally fine with weed in, in any way you want to do it. I just happen to hate the smell. Yep. That's, yes. Yeah. I hate yep. I, If they could make it odorless. I would be way less concerned. And being they in a can. Jeep, it's called a vape pen. Being in a Jeep with open air and, and, Driving downtown. Ooh, baby. Oh. You don't even need to be open air. No, this morning mm. yeah. in my car, yep. the person in front of me must have been high out of their mind because I, I was like making my eyes water. And I was driving down Highway high out 40. Of their mind. Blamey's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, over here like I think he's smoking mids. <laughs> he's got here's, trash. Here's the thing. So what he's got dirt weed. Let me ask no, you. There's, no, there's, someone told me like there's different smells for like the quality, and you can tell by the smell. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just smells like awful. It, is that to me? I'm. This may be just a, another dumb Kevin thing. That's as bad as a sewer smell. 
And if oh, we smelled like, and if we disagree, totally dude, disagree. I'm telling you that stuff it's not is not as bad. Because if I ever if I ever smell sewer smell, I don't go, hey, someone's having a good time around here. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I go, this is awful. But I have the same reaction to both. Like, oh my god, what are we doing? But knowing what you're smelling, one of them is a whole. Well, that's worse. I mean, yeah, yeah. The psychological side of it's a little better, but the smell itself is awful. If that was some other smell, the building would do something about it. But with this particular one, the building has done nothing because this has been going on for six months. Well, it's legal in the state of Missouri. What are they really going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's no Patch up the vents buildings. or something. Yeah, no That's smoking buildings. And like my apartment, even though they legalize weed, they're like, smoking weed is still smoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, no, we're a no smoking building. Are we? Well, we're not allowed to light candles, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> no candle Unless you have a candle in your mouth. <laughs> what, if you, what if you had the birthday candle in your mouth? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 135 DGS. We were just talking in the last break about how uh, stinky downtown is, and specifically our <laughs> office because of the people smoking pot in our apartment building above us. And Rach just uh, hit us with a an actual news story about this. Yeah, apparently city officials missed the deadline to begin taxing recreational pot sales this fall, uh, meaning we're missing out on about $600,000 in tax revenue. So, the, so someone at the city did what the city always does and screws things up and just missed a filing and missed out on more than half a million dollars for the city. Yeah. And Wheels, you don't think that's a mistake? No, I'm throwing the tinfoil conspiracy hat on there. I think that was on purpose. Because now you're, I mean, how for people that don't want to pay the extra taxes, do you not like these people better now because of that? Do you think they're trying to get votes? (laughs) Yeah, that's that that without any proof and without saying it with certainty, it sure smells like that. How many people who smoke pot and had smoked pot and are excited about it being legal aren't just using their guy that they've always used? 
and AKA not paying taxes. Well, that's a good you question. sure know a lot about the drug trading. <laughs> you really do. You've been like saying. schooling the rest How of us. How did you know it's called their guy? <laughs> I'm just saying. A lot of people have a guy. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just saying the longtime loyal pot smokers aren't suddenly giving up on their guy to go to the store. The people who are paying taxes are people who would be like me going, I've never smoked pot before. I'm going to go march down to the store and try it now that it's legal. And I would pay taxes anyway. I, I think it, it would be yeah. really odd if uh, a person in city government thinks that would benefit them in a meaningful way during an election like that can't possibly swing it now i'm not Maybe saying that's I'm crazy not... but i mean then you should you should if, if you're missing this kind of stuff you should be fired well that, oh, we, see, see I, I, that's why that i think because you about did that in the private business it's, you'd be fired it's more about incompetence mm-hmm. i think uh Maybe, but I'm skeptical about everybody in politics. So I'm just looking at the Post-Dispatch article here. It says the new tax was advertised to voters earlier this year as a way to combat historic inequalities in a city long divided between North and South and Black and White. The ordinance that put the tax on the April ballot suggested the money could help struggling residents get access to education or job training. Yeah, 600 grand is a lot of money. So whose fault is it? I don't know exactly what which person screwed it up. Well, great question, and it could be well, just it's in... all under the mayor's watch. Yes, much like this show. If Andrew screws up, it's my responsibility ultimately. If I screw up, it's Steve's responsibility ultimately. Yeah, yeah. So I have to put it at the foot of Tashara Jones. I'm sure she wasn't the one whose job it was to check a box and file something. Right. But so it, it's either a matter of whoever does the job is incompetent or. Understaffing. Either way, it's on her. Ultimately, it's on her. Yeah, I mean, why would this city need an extra half a million dollars? Yeah, what could we possibly do with that? It doesn't sound like much because the budget is a billion dollars, whatever. I mean, based on what they're currently paying them, like nine or ten a year. Well, I mean, just in a city now, if you want to give them raises, hey, maybe that money can go to you know paying police officers enough to keep them here. And to keep places for like Atlanta from coming up here and recruiting them to come down there and get better jobs for better pay. I mean, yeah, stupid. I mean, the city has its issues and we talk about them ad nauseum. But, yeah, we, we can't pick up the trash. Whose job is that? We can't fill potholes. Whose job is that? We're not enforcing traffic code. Whose fault is that? I mean, it's just we see failures time and time again. And that's why residents don't feel they don't feel like the leadership is looking out for them they have to let's coordinate our ring doorbells so that we can help law enforcement because goodness knows the city's down 200 cops and city leaders aren't going to prioritize us so you have dutchtown they're looking out for themselves soulard hiring extra security central west end because residents feel like the city the government the just even the basic duties of a city government those aren't getting done we just saw a story today in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, that the airport wasn't paying its janitorial services and kept missing paying the people who are cleaning the airport and picking up the trash to the point that if they didn't get paid the janitorial services, they couldn't make payroll. So they told the airport, hey, we're terminating our contract. We can't pay our employees. We're not showing up. You're not going to get trash picked up. The city caught wind of it. And then the mayor's office coordinated with the airport to make an emergency payment to the janitorial services taking care of the airport. That is a basic function, having the trash picked up and paying the people who pick up your trash at the airport. And that was a near disaster. We're just not run well. In this particular case here, why isn't the mayor the one answering these questions? 
Why is the mayor not saying, hey, you know what? Ultimately, this is on my watch. It's my fault. I'll answer your questions about it. You don't, you don't see much of that anywhere. I mean anywhere. It is so rare when an individual stands up, whether it's a, a sports person, it's a celebrity got caught doing something, it's a, a state, federal politician. It's so exceedingly vanishingly rare when someone stands up and says, this is on me. I take responsibility for this. Can you even think of the last time that happened? It, it's just, it, it's, it's like if St. Louis was a cancer patient. We'd be about stage three, stage four. We just would. Things are not good. And if you're stage three, stage four, if you're going to make it, and especially if you're going to make it and then you're going to thrive, what do you need? You need a great medical staff. You need the best doctors. You need a great hospital. If they give a stage three, stage four patient a terrible group of medical personnel, what's going to happen? They're goners. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a perfect analogy for the city that for about as long as I can remember, we've had a a downward trajectory and we've had bad administrations. We've had bad this and bad that. But I don't live in the city. So there's really nothing I can do about it except complain into this microphone. And it seems to me that the city voters are using a different metric than success. Because if you're it'd be like. Uh, a sports team. If the Cardinals had 10 losing seasons and they keep losing more every year and you could vote on it and you kept voting in Mosellock and you kept voting in Marmol, you're, you're, you're basing your vote on something that's not success. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just inarguable that the city voters are voting for something other than success. I mean, all sports fans care about is the success of the team. Do you think they don't that, have any other things going on. There's no other agenda that drives what they like about the team. I mean, car, look at Cardinal fans today. They're losing their minds because Lance Lynn got brought in, and I understand it because the team does eventually need to do bigger things. But one terrible season has the entire fan base on on edge. One, as opposed to how many years has the city been? I mean, they basically just set half a million dollars on fire and burned it in the backyard. That's basically what happened. And with this billion, I'm sure I'm off, but between the Rams and all this and all the settlement money, somewhere around a billion, I did not want them to jump in and spend it in the first week. That's not a good thing. But also, what are we doing? Because we're probably doing something. But if I don't know about it, if you don't know about it, how good can it be? Are you doing things in a hidey hole kind of way? You know? Hundred grand here, two hundred grand there. Things that are pet projects for you, but will never bear fruit. I just don't understand. I mean, if the Cardinals, someone gave the Cardinals five hundred million dollars for next year, and said, "Found money, found money. You can spend this, and it's just you don't even just spend it." And if in May they were still sitting around and they hadn't picked up any players. Well, and the, you would see empty seats. But also, people pay to, more attention to what the baseball team that's does. True. I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's true. Yeah, you also don't need study after study to say, well, how should we spend the money? Okay, maybe some of it, 
but why don't we start by picking up the trash and paying the people who clean up the airport or filling potholes? I can, all of us could pretty much Hiring agree. police officers. Yes, and 911 dispatchers. Yeah, that there yeah, were certain yeah. things that like were triage. screaming, yep. screaming for Stop funding. the bleeding. That's right. How many, like, well, how many 911 operators could you hire for half a million dollars? Well, that's why Thomas Apt, his book Still is... Still great. Yeah, you're his, right. His book is called Bleeding Out because he said so often we have someone who comes into the emergency room. They are bleeding from multiple gunshot wounds. And then we come in and go, how do we work on gun violence in general? How do we get to the, the, the root of the problem? That's important, but this guy's bleeding out on the table. You got to deal with that first. Yeah. So disappointing. And the and other here's, part. Here's the thing for people listening right now in St. Charles and Chesterfield and Warrington and such, Steve Elman said it best. He's Mr. St. Charles. Like, if the city goes down, we all go down. Yeah. And and we're not talking about like they're ever gonna just like, okay, it's closed. We're right. gonna put up a perimeter. <laughs> right. But we know what we're talking about. It limits jobs, it limits opportunities. No one nationally is ever gonna do a story about St. Charles. It's St. Louis. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when people think St. Louis, they think downtown. Well, think of when when you go out of town, no matter where you live. I grew up 45 minutes from the city, right out in way, way West County. And when people said, where are you from? I said, St. Louis. Yeah, That's for sure. where you're from. You're from St. Yeah. Louis. 153 DGS. Uh, okay. Cardinals made some moves, mostly getting rid of people and bringing one on. Wheels, tell us about it. All right. So, uh, yeah, obviously last week they had to get, uh, they non-tendered a bunch of players. That just means they decided not to offer them contracts through arbitration. Uh, so Andrew Kisner, Juan Yepes, um, who else, Roger? There's a few Any others. of them you think they want back? I doubt it, and I doubt that any of them would want to be back under the current circumstances. Mm-hmm. I like Kisner, for example. I would think he'd like he would try to go somewhere if he could, yeah. where he might have more playing time. So that means we're going to go with Herrera. Uh, it looks like it. Looks okay. like Herrera will be the backup catcher, and he's he's a pretty talented young guy. So it's that's not really like a loss. Them. I like them both, but their moves to do the non tenders saves them about seven million dollars in projected salaries and arbitration. Mm-hmm. So obviously more money to spend in free agency. Um, today uh, it came down. They signed Lance Lynn. So they've agreed to a deal. It's pending physical and all that. But they're going to bring back Lance Lynn, $10 million for one year with an option year attached to that. Uh, but, you know, look, we all know Lance Lynn. Uh, he came up with the Cardinals. He was really good as a Cardinal for a long time. He's been good since leaving at times. But last year was by far his worst year um, by every metric. I mean, he gave up 44 home runs, which is it's a lot. It's insane. So, it's a lot. I mean, it's. I think it was the why, most in Major League Baseball. Why would we take a chance on him? Uh, they like two things about him. Well, three things. One, they're familiar with him. Um, and I don't know. I think there might be, they might want some of that little sandpaper that he brings because he's an edgy kind of angry dude. I don't mean in the clubhouse, but he just plays that way. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I always liked Lance Lynn. And you know, he's, a, he's not that way off the field with his teammates or anything. But he's got some edge to him. But they like that he he carries a lot of innings. He's always going to give you 180, 190, 200 innings, and he does strike people out. Um, outside of those things, though, last year was he was he might have been the worst starting pitcher in baseball. Yikes! I mean, if you look at some of the metrics, he rated in the bottom one percent in what they call pitching run value, which basically is just your overall value as a pitcher. So terrible year in that regard. Gave up a ton of home runs. ERA was really high. the ex- The expected ERA based on batted ball data is is every bit as bad. Um, and he's going to be 37 in May. So, you know, there's a lot of skepticism, but I think most people, and I talked about this with Tom, I know you guys uh, heard from both Tom and Matt Polly. We've all talked about it. If it's just one of several pitching moves, fine. it's fine. It's yep. fine. Um, if you don't end up with 
one of the big boys and another, this is going to be a tougher one to swallow for fans. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a it's a good lottery ticket. It's yeah. a gamble. And if he bounces back, that's wonderful. But it's really something you can't count on. And that's why a lot of the reaction today has been, okay, right, anger. Right. Yep. Um, but it's... But it's based on, I think, the assumption that this is going to be their big move. Yeah, yeah. Only have about Which 20 seconds be. here. But were we ever in the running for Nola? It didn't sound like anybody was. No. He wanted to stay in Philly, and he took less in, from Philly than he would have gotten as a free agent. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 